Hello, movie nerds, and welcome back to Cinematic Sarcastic, the podcast that talks all things movies and television. I'm Natalie, and I'm your host. On today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about Paper Girls. I will say this will probably be a shorter review for Paper Girls. I've only watched two episodes, and I don't intend to watch any more of it. Um, so I can't really speak to like the entirety of the show as a whole. I can only speak to the episodes that I've watched so far. So I understand that Paper Girls is a comic series that came out uh, a while back in 2015, I believe. I've not read any of the comics. I'm actually more interested in reading the comics after watching the show than I was before it. In all honesty, I'd never heard of the comic of Paper Girls before the show was announced. Um, The downside to Paper Girls is that Stranger Things exists. Now, The two of them, as far as concept and storyline goes, they are not comparable to one another. The story of Paper Girls revolves a lot more around like time travel, whereas, you know, Stranger Things obviously has the upside down and has, you know, the creatures, the demigorgons and all of that stuff. But there are enough similarities that I feel like it's hard not to compare them to one another. You know, Stranger Things has the four boys that you're following. Paper Girls has four girls that you're following and they're of comparable ages. They're about 10 to 12, I want to say. And then, you know, you have kind of like the science fiction aspect to it. It's meant to take place in the 80s. There are numerous mentions in Paper Girls that, oh, this must be the Russians, which is very similar to what's going on with Stranger Things. So it's hard not to kind of go, oh, maybe this was just, I hate to say like writing along you know, the fame of Stranger Things, but it's hard for me to think that Paper Girls would have been made into a television show if Stranger Things didn't exist. And the downside to Paper Girls for me, like the biggest, biggest downside is it's so boring. It's so boring. It's there. Here's the thing about Stranger Things. And even if I didn't 100% love season four, I would hands down watch season four of Stranger Things a million times over before I would want to continue watching the rest of the season of Paper Girls. I think what Stranger Things has that Paper Girls is lacking is that right out of the gate from season one of Stranger Things, you know, you have the four boys and they're best friends, right? They play Dungeons and Dragons together. They care about one another. They look out for one another. A lot of kind of how the story is driven is based on their willingness or desire to make sure that each member of their party is safe. Whereas in Paper Girls, these four girls meet each other for the very first time in the first episode. They don't care about one another. And thusly, I don't care about any of them. Like they don't have that connection and you feel it, right? They don't really appreciate one another. They don't really like one another. And I don't really think that any of the characters is so standout or so well acted that I want to see them succeed or want to see them get back to, you know, where they're supposed to go. 
So in Paper Girls, at least as far as I've watched, again, I've only watched the first two episodes, they have a early morning paper route, which in the 80s, fine, I guess. None of them dress like 80s children, which I feel is kind of where Stranger Things is superior in that when you watch Stranger Things, it very much feels like you're watching like an 80s sitcom. <laughs> like it very much has that feel. Everything is very 80s. Um, but these girls don't really speak in an 80s style. They don't dress in an 80s style. They don't look like 80s style children. They look like modern day children that are just telling you that they're in the 80s. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of obvious props that would be different for now, um, walkie-talkies and things like that. But beyond that, <laughs> or the fact that there's a paper route in general should tell you that it's not modern day times. But so they kind of run into each other because there are boys that, I don't know, I guess beat them up or steal their papers or I don't even know what it is that links them all together in the first place. And then some mysterious thing happens that thrusts these four girls into 2019. But you don't see that. You don't see it happen. Like Stranger Things at least shows you kind of how, you know, the the upside down makes it into their world. It shows you the events that lead up to that. And again, I don't know if some of that is explained later in the season for Paper Girls, but certainly it isn't there in the first two episodes. And I just don't care if these girls ever find their way back to the 80s. I I don't. I don't. It kind of reminds me a little bit of now and then, you know, like it has a little bit of feeling of that because there is an adult version of one of the children in the first two episodes um, who kind of meets her younger self. But even that feels very forced to me. Paper Girls is honestly getting amazing reviews right now. There was one review that mentioned um, that he wasn't sure any of the other reviews were real. And I do question whether or not some of them are incentivized because quite a few of them do mention like, this is nothing like Stranger Things. This is better than Stranger Things. And it's not. There is no way that Paper Girls is even at the same level of Stranger Things as far as acting, production, quality, anything like that. It feels to me, um, not so much now because I feel like sci-fi, like the sci-fi channel has come into its own, but if anyone remembers back in like the 90s, sometimes there would be a pretty big hit show and then sci-fi would kind of make a cheaper budget version of Paper Girls feels like that to me. It feels like Stranger Things happened and Paper Girls is like the sci-fi, cheaper, low-budget version of Stranger Things. And that's unfortunate because from what I understand, the concept and storyline is completely different. And I really wish that this had been done better because I would be interested in that. But there are so many good shows that are coming out pretty soon. You know, Sandman hits in like five days. I'm stoked about that one. House of the Dragon comes out at the end of August. I'm stoked about that. I don't want <laughs> to waste time on anything that I don't feel is is worth watching. And this, unfortunately, is one of those. Uh, there are so many better quality shows out. It's 
a bummer to me that this one didn't kind of live up to the expectation. I know I have at least one friend who was very excited for Paper Girls and had actually told me about it. He's how I even knew Paper Girls was coming out as a television show. He's read the comics and enjoys the comics and was thrilled to watch this, but it's not it's not for me it's not my personal cup of tea (laughs) you will have to let me know what you guys thought of paper girls if you have watched it subscribe if you want to join the movie nerd family and i hope to see you in the next episode